Welcome, everyone, to the 27th episode of the Hot Takes from the Berg podcast. I'm your host, Jason Michener, joined alongside Jackson Didlake. How are you doing today, Jackson? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Another beautiful uh, Wednesday out here in cold Blacksburg. Yeah, temperature's finally dropping here. Um, but we have a, a pretty good slate of games this week, uh, starting off with what is a doozy of a game tomorrow night for Thursday night football. We have the battle of the birds rematch with the uh, Arizona Cardinals and the Seattle Seahawks. Um, it feels like every week we have one of these absolute stinkers on either Monday or Thursday. And this week we finally have two solid games. We, we've needed this for a long time. I think it's the first time all year, but tomorrow, I mean, it's, it's going to be a game to watch on Thursday. Uh, yes, it is. Of course. Um, Seattle coming off back-to-back losses, which is um, their defense has looked very, very shoddy, uh, especially passing-wise. Jared Goff just could not be stopped through the air last last or what was it last Sunday? Last uh, Sunday sounds right. Twenty-seven for thirty-seven and three hundred yards. Yes, you didn't get in the end zone, but like that is a lot of yards for a guy like Goff. Absolutely. I mean, he looks fantastic. This this app this Seahawks defense has been absolutely miserable this year. I think they're still the worst passing defense in the entire league. I mean, they they're a team that everybody keeps bringing up in the Super Bowl contention, you know, talk, and, and they should be there. Don't get me wrong, but if they can't fix things on defense, I mean, they're going to have a rough time because Jamal Adams cannot fix everything in that secondary. No, um, uh, it is looking like Quentin Dunbar is going to be back. Uh, which is going to be huge for them. But even then, their their secondary has been one of the worst, if not the worst, in the NFL this year. And they're going to have to turn that around. This is technically going to be a battle between the most yards per game for an offense versus the worst yards per game for a defense. So I would expect Arizona and Kyler Murray to be able to just absolutely rip into this Seattle defense. But then again, Russell Wilson has been fantastic, and for what it's worth, that Cardinals defense isn't that good either. I think this is going to be an absolute shootout coming up. Also, I think we have to mention uh, probably one of the best catches all year on Sunday, DeAndre Hopkins catching it over four Bills players, which was absolutely insanity. That's one of the classic games where a team doesn't deserve to win the game and they still do. They didn't deserve to win that game, but they did. The Bills should be eight and two right now, but it is what it is. What a pass from Kyler Murray. And of course it's DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, if you want anybody back in that end zone, short of maybe, you know, Calvin Johnson in his prime, I would love to have DeAndre Hopkins back there going up against three defenders. Yeah. Um, Moving on to Sunday Sunday afternoon, we have the Steelers and the Jaguars. Um, Steelers coming off a huge win over the Cincinnati Bengals with their 36-10 victory. And Ben Roethlisberger just out there slinging the rock, 333 yards for four touchdowns. Um, Juju, Juju finally had his, his big game. Um, Chase Claypool with another two touchdowns and Deontay Johnson with a hundred yards and a touchdown. I, I don't know what else to say about the Steelers team other than they have been, they've, they really proved themselves last week. Um, Cause this, this team is um, a team that I don't really think should be nine and Um I think they've had a very easy schedule, but they, they kind of proved me wrong last week. I actually love the Steelers this year. I predicted that they'd be the best team in the league this year, actually. And I got a lot of flack for it, I know. But, I mean, you got to remember, this is a team that went 8-8 eight and eight with Duck Hodges as the quarterback. Yes. And um, from my understanding, Gardner Minshew is not going to be playing again this week, which I mean, Jake Lutton will be playing once again. Um, this, this feels like an easy game. I mean, if you're in a survivor league and you haven't picked the Steelers, you're picking the Steelers this week against the Jags. The, the Jags are a terrible football team, and the Steelers – are the best in the league right now. This, I mean, this feels easy. Ben Roethlisberger getting it done through the air. James Conner's doing what he has to through the 
running the ball. But I mean, you look at this Jaguars offense and for the most part, it's just James Robinson, a rookie running back who has been fantastic. Um, but that defensive front of the Pittsburgh Steelers is probably just going to swallow him up this week. I, I don't even see an outcome where this game is, um, you know, even within 10 points of that. Now, I don't think you can count the Jaguars out because last week they had a very, very close game against Green Bay. Um, kind of able to rattle Aaron Rodgers. Um, and then, of course, Jamie Robinson continuing his outstanding rookie year with another 100-yard game. And then Jake Ludden doesn't look terrible. I don't think they're going to win this game, but I think they can keep it close with Pittsburgh. Not horrible. I think I think the biggest issue is going to be James Robinson going up against that defensive line. I just oh, yeah. I don't if, if if there was a possibility that James Robinson could do something against this defensive line, I would say there's a chance. But I mean, this defensive line is so stacked. Robinson's going to have probably the toughest day of his career. Um, I yeah, the the Steelers do have what I think is the best defense in the league. I thought they were going to be very good going into this season. I just think the the offense is a little overrated for how how they've been performing. They technically haven't even been that great on paper, but they have been relying on the defense, and, hey, defense wins championships. Yeah. Um, moving on to the next game, we have the Detroit Lions and the Carolina Panthers. Um, Carolina coming off getting absolutely demolished by Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um but I'm pretty sure they're going to have Christian McCaffrey back this week and Detroit's coming off. Not actually McCaffrey's still out. Yeah. Okay. My fantasy team's not thrilled with it. (laughs) And then Detroit is coming off a very, very slim victory over a, a beat down Washington team. I ironically think that these are two actually solid football teams in in my opinion, at least. Um, I, I think these guys are kind of in the same boat. Um, where they're not great and they're also stuck in a fairly good division. Um, I'm a big Matthew Stafford fan and have been for a while. I think he's a great quarterback, but I, I do think that he's in a terrible spot. Um, but I think this is going to be—I think this is going to be one of those interesting close games this week. No, not a ton of people are going to be watching this game. Of course, I, I don't expect them to. It's not two very exciting teams. Um, but I think it's going to be a fun game to watch. And I personally have had a blast watching Teddy Bridgewater play this year. Um, and I do think the Panthers are the better team. I think they're just stuck in a really tough division. Um, and I, I think they're going to pull out a win. I, I think Teddy Bridgewater can have a, a very good game here. Because, I mean, Alex Smith in his first true start threw for almost 400 yards. I mean, this, this, pit, this Lions defense is horrible. I mean, especially, terrible. especially the secondary. Like, the only big name back there is Desmond Trufant. And a big name to probably even watch in this game more than anything is probably going to be DeAndre Swift. I mean, he finally started against Washington. I believe that was his first start of his career. Um, and, you know, he's been good. And I think with this terrible, terrible Lions defensive line, and granted, the Lions are bad everywhere on defense. I expect them to rely on the run a lot. And I think DeAndre Swift will be able to carve up the Panthers. Um, but I think Teddy Bridgewater is going to still have a field day. Um, and I think I think the Panthers are going to come out with a win. I, I agree with that. Um, it's going to take – because uh, also I think Kenny Galladay is still out, and that's been Matthew Stafford's biggest target since Kenny Ken, since Kenny Galladay came into the league. I believe he is still out. I'm not seeing anything official on it, um, but I, I know McCaffrey's out for the Panthers. That's a big one. I think they're going to be without Galladay, which means it's going to be the Mar- Marvin Jones show again, which, I mean, isn't ideal. No. Um, moving on to the Patriots and Texans. Um, both teams haven't been performing that well this week or this year, but new England did come out on top over Baltimore last week, which is huge for this team. This game, if it was literally just last year, would have been the game of the week. I mean, and now these guys have six total wins combined. It's absolutely insane. Last year they played at the end of the season, Houston ended up taking a close one. Um, but I mean, that was one of the games to watch in 2019. Tom Brady, Deshaun Watson, DeAndre Hopkins, and now we're sitting at two teams that are third in the division. Um, I personally think both of these teams are bad, um, but I do think that the Patriots are going to be able to pull one out. Um, I think that it's going to come down to who has the better defense, and I believe that that is the Patriots by a long shot. I believe they have a very good defense. I thought they would still make the playoffs this year because of how good that defense is. Um, 
They've obviously disappointed a little bit. Cam Newton hasn't been exactly what I was thinking. Um, Cam Newton has three touchdowns passing this year. What are you supposed to do with that? I mean, it's been a tough year for Cam, especially since he got COVID. Um, but I do expect the Patriots to pull out a close one um, because I think the defense is going to be able to do at least something and contain a little bit of uh, Deshaun Watson and the high school players that play alongside him. Now, I do think Houston does have a pretty good pass defense. It's just their run defense that worries me because last week they let two 100-yard rushers come through with Nick Chubb and uh, Kareem Hunt. But they did a very good job of holding Baker Mayfield. Um, And as of right now, I think Baker Mayfield is a better passer than Cam um, because Cam has not really shown me anything this year. The Patriots are also going to want to run the ball on almost every single down. They have the third most rushing yards in the league. I think they're up there with the Browns in terms of wanting to run the ball on every play. So, I mean, that's the game they're going to want to play, and it worked out for uh, Cleveland last week. Uh, We will see, though. Um, I could see New England sneaking out with this one. I think it's going to be a a very close game, though. I don't – it's not going to be high scoring, in my opinion. And it can be another very low scoring game. Um, I would be shocked to see if either team broke 20. Yeah, it's, it's not going to be a fun game to watch. No. Uh, but this game, this game might be a fun one to watch. The Tennessee Titans and the Baltimore Ravens. Um, now, Tennessee, uh, very disappointing last week. Um, just the Colts absolutely manhandled them. Uh, uh, Naeem Hines is looking like one of the better running backs in the league now with Jonathan Taylor not being as productive. And then Michael Pittman Jr. Cool. I, I think he can be a, a future a future star receiver in this league. Absolutely. He's been one of the very, very fun players to watch this year. Um, I think what's incredible about this matchup is Obviously, the Ravens were, you know, very hot last year, 14-2, and two, um, before they got uh, mollywhopped by the Tennessee Titans in the divisional round of the playoffs, and Derrick Henry obviously ran all over them. Uh, this is going to be not only a rematch of that game, but I think it's very interesting is that, you know, if you would have asked people before this 2020 season, you know, who do you see in the AFC championship game, this probably would have been the matchup you heard from a lot of people um, if it did not include the Chiefs. You would have said Titans, Ravens. And instead, neither one of these guys are even winning their division right now. Tennessee obviously losing to the Colts, who have been very good with Phillip Rivers, and the Ravens obviously three games out already or two games out, two and a half to the Steelers. These two yeah. teams have underperformed in a way. Titans haven't been great as of recent. Ravens are coming off of a terrible loss to the Patriots. Um, this is going to be a game to watch this week, and both of these teams are in desperate need of a rebound. And then Lamar is looking nowhere near to what he was last year. Um, I it's it's insane. Like I don't know what to think of this game because both teams need a rebound. Um, both had terrible losses last week. I mean, you give up a a punt block touchdown if you're the Titans. That's I can't lie. That's embarrassing. Um, and then if you're the you're the Ravens, do you lose to one of the one of the worst teams? Uh, or what was one of the worst teams in the NFL. I mean, I think Lamar Jackson has had a tough year this year. I think defense has finally figured him out. And that all comes back to Mike Rabel in the defense around, in the divisional round last year. Um, I think the Titans are going to take it again. I think they're going to rely on their defense, and I think they're going to shut down Lamar Jackson and win the game. And I, I think Derrick Henry is going to, going to have a field day with this defense. I mean, he, he was able to rush for 100 yards against that, that Colts defense. And that Colts front line is is a very very. I like that Colts front seven. I think the Colts defense is one of the one of the top at a top five defense in this league. As, oh, a hundred percent. At least front seven wise. Derrick Henry. I mean, he was obviously fantastic last year. This dude almost has a thousand yards. It's week eleven, not even week eleven, and he has a thousand. He almost has a thousand yards. He's fifty off. Derek, like this Titans team, there was a lot of talk of them being a one-hit wonder last year. We figured out that that is not the case. Ryan Tannehill still has it. 
Derrick Henry is a different breed, and I believe this defense has it, and that its defense is going to be the reason why they shut down Lamar Jackson and beat the Ravens. I, I completely agree. Um, also, I, I trust this this Titans defense a little bit more than I trust that Ravens defense. Also, are the Ravens still without um, what's his name, the offensive tackle? I think they are. Last time I checked. Um, moving on to the next game, we have a a bottom feeder division. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles going up against the Cleveland Browns. Um, Cleveland barely sliding by last week against the Houston Texans with the ten to seven win, and then. Philly had a Philly had a very very bad game last week against the the New York Giants. The Browns are something. Uh, they they only beat bad teams, and that's why I think they're going to win this game. Uh, the Browns are six and three. If you take away their wins against NFC East teams, I believe they're three and three. They've beaten Washington, Dallas, and New York already this season, and I think they go ahead and complete the sweep. Beat the Eagles. That puts them at seven and three, but it's a very, very, very misleading seven and three because four of those wins came at the expense of the just absolutely putrid NFC East. Um, I mean, the Eagles are terrible. They're absolutely terrible. I, I, this NFC East, whoever, for one, whoever wins the NFC East is going to get destroyed in the playoffs. Um, I, I have no faith in the Eagles at this point. I think they'll lose to the Browns pretty handily. Um, I mean, at this point, I think I'd, I'd probably put money on the Giants to win the division. I mean, that's just how bad the NFC East is. And I think the Eagles are going to put that on full display this weekend uh, when they get beat by the Browns. When you let Wayne Gallman rush for two touchdowns on you, that's how you know your, your defense is down and bad. They're, they're terrible. The, the, the Giants have had the best of the Eagles. I mean, look at Washington. Washington's beaten the Cowboys and the Eagles, and they lost to the Giants twice. Nothing makes sense in the NFC East. And then the the Browns are just gonna Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt is, are just going to absolutely murder this defense. It's a terrible defense. It, I mean, it's they, not. It's not even. It's kind of been awful, but it, it's not going to be good. I mean, they've been okay at stopping the pass throughout this season. The Eagles have at least, but that defensive line will probably get absolutely abused. Nick Chubb's on a different level again this year. Um, finally coming back from injury. He was great before he got hurt, but uh, Kareem Hunt's been able to pick up the load. These two guys, it's going to be a two-headed backfield, and they're probably going to run all over the Eagles' D-line. Um, moving on to the Atlanta Falcons and the New Orleans Saints. Um, New Orleans has really picked it up. Um, I I didn't really like them earlier in the year, but they've they've changed my opinion. Um, Drew Brees. I mean, yeah. Last last week wasn't. It's it's gonna be difficult uh, with Jameis Winston as the starter because um, we all know his his thirty five or was it thirty three touchdowns and 30, 30 interceptions, something like he that. Was, I think it was thirty touchdowns to thirty three interceptions. No, it was yeah, thirty three touchdowns to thirty interceptions. But 30 he interceptions. threw for five thousand yards. That's he led the league in yardage. Did lead the league in yardage. Like. He's James Winston is not a terrible quarterback, as people would like to think. He's a he's a serviceable quarterback. He was in a Bruce Arians system that that had him sling the ball around. It was also an anomaly year. That was the only year where, like you know, he he was never good at holding the ball, but his numbers before that kind of looked like Eli Manning. You know, last year was different though. I mean, he was breaking records for how bad he was. But that was one year. It was only one very very bad year. And I mean, Teddy Bridgewater went five and zero when Drew Brees got hurt last year. We've seen this exact situation. They relied on the defense. They relied on Alvin Kamara. I think this is going to be the exact same scenario as last year. And honestly, I think they still might just run the table with Jameis Winston, and they're going to hold off on Drew Brees until he needs it. Also, I think Michael Thomas is finally going to have someone that can throw the ball deep to him, because Michael Thomas can be that deep threat. But Drew Brees doesn't have the arm strength anymore to get it deep to him. That's why he has to run slams. I really don't know that Drew Brees ever had the arm strength. But Jameis Winston is definitely going to be a huge benefactor to, I think, everybody. Manuel Sanders is probably going to play well. I think, uh, I think Alvin Kamara, more than anything, is going to be relied on fully in this game, though. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, Alvin Kamara is a, a, a top six, top five running back in the league. Um, his stats might not show it this year. He hasn't been super productive, 
but it doesn't take away the fact of what he's done in the past. Absolutely also, not. They're also using him a lot in the pass game too, which don't necessarily reflect in the run game. Also, I feel like Taysom Hill is going to have a huge – is going to be a huge X factor for this team from now on. Until Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if they back. start switching him up a little bit. Throw Jameis in there, throw Taysom in there, and just kind of see what they have in those guys. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I do, as, I do as think as the Saints are going to pull this out though. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Falcons are one of the worst teams in the league. They have one of the worst defenses in the league. They I mean, have picked it up, though. I think they've won uh, – what have they won? Three of their last four? Let me let me, let me me double check this real quick. But they've – since they fired Dan Quinn, I mean, this has totally been a different team. Yeah, they've won three of their last four. Their only loss was by one point to Detroit. Since they fired Dan Quinn, this has been a completely different football team. But I think the Saints are so good that it's not really going to matter. Yeah, that, that defense is on is on a different level. Um I, I I like the Saints a lot more in this situation. Um, I like Alvin Kamara more than I like Todd Gurley. Uh, I like Michael Thomas. Or eh, I, I think Julio could play a huge factor in this game. Um, Is Calvin playing? Do we know that? Is he finally coming back? Or uh, I will. I, I think he did get back from injury. Let me check. I'm not seeing anything he, about him being limited. hurt. He is limited right now. Limited, okay. He's been out for a while. I mean, Calvin Ridley was one of the top wide receivers in the league before he got hurt this year, too. Him and Julio were just fantastic. Um, Falcons are fun to watch, but uh, Marshawn Lattimore, you got a couple, you know, Marcus Williams back there. You have some really, really good players back in that Saints secondary, and I think they're still going to get the best of them. Yeah. Um, Moving on to the Bengals and our team, the Washington football team. Um, Oh, man. Here we go. Now, Washington looked good last week. Um, Alex Smith, uh, I think he's officially locked up comeback player of the year. Uh, with yes, almost I think he locked for, up player of the year before he even stepped on the field. Oh, personally. Almost throwing 400 yards in his first start since 2018, which is insane. Yes, he didn't get in the end zone, but he had a career high in passing yards and a career high in completions. It's actually the first time of his entire career he's thrown for over 300 yards in two straight games in relief of Allen after he got hurt two weeks ago and then last week, obviously. Um, so, I mean, he is on a, a different level. He's finally airing it out, and I think he knows he can't use his legs. But, I mean, man, I mean, no matter what happens to Washington this year, no matter what happens to Smith in the offseason, what a story. I mean, I mean, we're never going to forget that, especially as Washington fans, me and Jason – we're never going to forget it, but I don't think – and I was actually at the game when Smith got hurt. It was a depressing scene. I thought that was the end of his career. It was tough out in those bleachers. But now, I mean, this has just been an incredible story to watch. Um, and he makes this team kind of competitive. I mean, it, it looks like – am I seeing this correct? Washington is favored to win this football game? It, it wouldn't shock me. I. It's going to be a battle of – two gunsling quarterbacks at this point. That's all Alex Smith really can do is, is sling the ball. And then Joe Burrow, um, I mean, we've seen what he can do. He's, I mean, he's been – This is going to be an interesting game. I think it's really going to come down to how this run game for Washington can develop uh, because Antonio Gibson has been dynamic for this team. Absolutely. he's been He's been so much fun to watch. Um, Sports Center actually just put up a thing about the best rookies in, in football this year. And Washington actually had two rookies on that and Chase Young and Antonio Gibson. He's had a breakout couple weeks recently. And uh, I mean, he's made, he's made this team fun to watch for people that are kind of disappointed with the two and seven start. I, I, I really would have liked to see an Antonio Gibson and Darius Geis backfield if the allegations of Darius Geis never came out. And if that never happened, but I think we're getting a very good backfield with Antonio Gibson and JD McKissick. Absolutely. Um, I have random personal reasons for this, for this Sunday matchup to mean a little bit more, Um, but I do think Washington's going to pull it out for whatever reason on, on November 22nd, Washington always seems to get some, some victories that go my way. And I think, uh, I think they're going to pull in a a close one out against Cincinnati on Sunday. Now we will see, um, because Washington does have one of the better run defenses in the league. And we'll see what Giovanni Bernard can do against that team because he has been in Joe Mixon's absence. He's been very good. Him and Samash Piran, um, a former Washington running back. Oh, yes. 
It's uh, uh, it's going to be interesting. I think Joe Mixon is technically day to day at this point, so he, I guess he could play. I'd be very surprised if he does, though. Um, it sounds like it's going to be the Giovanni Bernard show again, and uh, I think they're going to try to make Joe Burrow beat them through the air. And if it's anything like last week, it might be tough for Washington. They had a tough week against the air against Detroit. Kendall Fuller had his worst game of the season. I mean, just got beat a couple bad times, and uh, I mean, it's going to be it's going to be interesting uh, to see what Joe Burrow can do. And also, I think. Uh, Cincinnati has a lot more weapons uh, to be able to pass to than Detroit. I mean, you have an outstanding rookie in T Higgins who could be the best receiver out of this class so far. Um, You have Tyler Boyd. I mean, AJ green, he hasn't really got, uh, he hasn't really found his footing with Joe Burrow, but then you have Giovanni Bernard out of the backfield. I think a big thing to watch is going to be how Joe Burrow can handle the pressure. I mean, back at LSU, he had the best line. And now in the pros, Bengals have not a great line. But if if defense, if if the Redskins or Washington's defense can actually get home, it's going to be very, very difficult for Joe Burrow to make plays, especially as a rookie getting used to the league. I think that's going to be the key to the game, defense on uh, Washington's side, which it has been all year. Yeah. Um, I do want to see if Cam Sims can continue his – his endeavors to be that second weapon next to Terry McLaurin. Um, I think he can be, uh, he showed it two weeks ago against the, was it the giants? He had his first hundred yard game, I believe. I think that's right. He was, I mean, he was still great net last week against the lions. I know he had at least one big catch down the stretch. Um, I mean, he's been a fun story for Washington this year too. I mean, you know, guy was on a practice squad. He got pulled up earlier in the season, and he's been able to show out. Um, and he definitely has some chemistry going with uh, with Alex Smith. All right, moving on to the New York Jets and the Sandy. Oh, I'm sorry, the Los Angeles Chargers. Oh, so close. This is uh, not a uh, not a fun matchup. No, um, I like Justin Herbert. Uh, I think that's the only person I can really go into this and saying I really like I mean I like Keenan Allen uh Hunter Henry is a very very good tight end but oh both of these defenses are just terrible like the Chargers on paper look like they have one of the best defenses in the league I mean you have Casey Hayward you have you you have Derwin James when he's going to be healthy next year you have Joey Bosa you have Melvin Ingram you have all these amazing players, but they don't mesh at all. I, I think one of their biggest issues more than anything might just be the division they play in, honestly. I mean, it's it's not easy. I mean, you're you're playing, you know, obviously the Raiders and the, the Chiefs really, really have had something going for a while. Um, and that's made it tough on them. But I think this is a solid team. I think they're I, – I don't – not that they're a solid team. I think they're – Record doesn't actually give a good picture of how good they are. No, it doesn't because they they lost to the Chiefs in OT. They only lost to the Bucks by seven. They lost to the Saints in OT. They lost to the Broncos by one, and now it's just the defense fumbling the bag. And they lost to the Raiders by five. Like I mean, this and this is a legit good team. It just it just hasn't showed. The offense has been very good. I will say that Justin Herbert has stepped in and played amazingly. I I was. I was very skeptical on Justin Herbert coming into the draft. Um, I thought he was just a guy with a big arm that couldn't pass accurately uh, because of his, what he did at Oregon, but he has proved me wrong. He has, he has fit into this team so well. I mean, in his, in his rookie year, he almost has a 67% completion. Oh yeah. I mean, he's been, he's been good. I mean, he's been so much fun to watch. I would argue he's been the best rookie quarterback this year so far. I'd put him over Burrow at this point. Uh, He's been fun to watch, but I think the key player on the other side is going to be, I don't know. Who do you want it to be? Joe Flacco, Frank Gore, Jamison Crowder. I mean, that's that enough can, can already paint the picture of why the jets haven't won a game this year. When your best wide receiver on your team is Jamison Crowder, you're not going to be any good. We, we know that us personally as Washington fans, we're well aware of that at running back. You have Frank Gore, Joe Flacco, because Donald's still hurt. I mean, this Jets team is hurting on every side of the ball. It's it's a rough year, but uh, the, the tank for Trevor is in full motion, and I think that's why the Chargers go ahead and win this game. Yeah. I mean, Frank Gore, he's the ageist wonder, but I don't think he should be a starting running back at this point. I mean, he's he's 37 years old. 
That his is, kid's in college. His kid plays is, college football. That is old for a running back. So old. I I would love to see him and him and his son play on the same team. That would be a that would be amazing. And I think he can do it because of because of how well he's well he's maintained his body. Uh, but I I don't think the Jets can win this game. Like they're they almost beat the Patriots, but they they wanted to continue their tank tank for Trevor. Um, and I, I respect it. I respect it. You don't want the Jags to get Trevor, so I understand it. Um, but I I don't know what to think about this team. I think Justin Herbert's gonna have have a very very good day against this this awful Jets secondary. I think so as well. I think they're going to unleash him and try to, you know, see what he can do. Um, moving on to the Miami Dolphins, who have been the the story franchise of the NFL this year, and the Denver Broncos. Who this Miami team is on a run. Hey, when I made my first appearance on the podcast two weeks ago, I said Miami was going to beat Arizona, and I got a lot of pushback. Oh, I I, I agreed with you. I think, like, Tua – has been playing whole. That that Miami team just I mean they they I think they won three or two in a row with Ryan Fitzpatrick, still made the switch over to Tua. This Miami team is so much fun to watch. I love Brian Flores. This I mean this has been one of the teams to watch this year. Meanwhile, the Denver Broncos, I, I don't even know what they're doing. I mean they've been they've been bad. I'm surprised the line's only three in favor of the Dolphins here. Um it's been a it's been a tough year for the Broncos. I think somehow Drew Locke has managed to regress from last year. I don't know how that happened, but um, Tua's been fantastic. It's been fun to watch him. It's been fun to watch this Miami team in general play. Um, and I I think that they pull out another victory. I think they just keep rolling. I I think Miami has a a very very good shot of winning the the AFC East. Oh, one hundred percent, and they get to play the Jets next week. I mean. They are in a great spot. They their their schedule looks extremely easy down the stretch, except for you know they play the Raiders, the Bills, and the Chiefs. Those are gonna be three tough games. Other than that, you got literally a couple freebies out there. I mean, you get to play the Patriots, the Jets, the Broncos, the Bengals. I mean, they should win essentially their next four or five. I think this team this team might be able to win ten games and make the playoffs. Oh, I think they'll make the playoffs. It just it's just gonna be are they gonna be the division winner or not i don't think they're gonna be able to top the bills i mean the bills should be eight and two it's not for a crazy pass um but this this defense has been shocking as well um just this entire team has blown me away um i didn't think they were going to be where they are right now like i didn't think kyle van noy and byron jones would be able to do this much on this defense to turn them around. Absolutely not. I've been saying that, you know, the, the Dolphins were going to be able to, you know, rebuild and be a really, really good team. But in that regard, I meant a really, really good team three or four years from now, not knocking on the doorstep of winning the AFC East for the first time. Like, I mean, it, it, they've been fantastic. They've been one of the funnest teams to watch this year. And I think, uh, I think they're going to be able to pull out another victory here against the Broncos. who just kind of seem lost right now. Also, I brought it up last week. I think Tua getting mentored by Ryan Fitzpatrick who has been what seems like everywhere in the NFL is, is a really, really good development for him. I'm not sure there's actually a better mentor you could ask for. I mean, that's just the reality of it. I mean, he is the guy. If you have a young quarterback, he's one of the people I would want to mentor him. Like Ryan Fitzpatrick is the definition of an NFL journeyman. He, he can tell you about any NFL defense, any He's been through all of them. Oh, yeah. And he can help anybody teach an offense. He's played under so many different offenses that he knows how to learn playbooks fast. It, it's absolutely insane. A sanity. Um, and it's just going to help to develop even more. I, I think he can. I hate the, the, the narrative that just because Tua was injured, he's not going to be a good quarterback. He's already proving that narrative wrong. It, I was pretty confident that Tua should have been the first overall pick at the draft. And I pretty much preached that for a long time. Um, and I still fully believe it. I mean, I just, you know, watching him in college, I watched quarterback tape all off season of all these quarterbacks Tua, when he was healthy, man, is, is somebody 
that we've never really seen anything like before. I mean, this guy is so good. And uh, I mean, and we're seeing it play out in Miami. They made the right pick. They tanked for two, like they said they were for so long, so long. And uh, Miami's really on an uptrend with Brian Flores in town. Yeah, this, this team has been amazing. And then speaking on the Broncos again, like Drew Locke, he, I don't even know where to begin with him. Um, he's been so up and down this year. He's had good games and then he's had terrible games like last week with one touchdown to four interceptions. Been really disappointing. I mean, I think a lot of people expected him to really break out this year. I, I did as well. I love Drew Locke, um, but it, it, it hasn't worked out. It just hasn't worked out. And he now, now he has great weapons around him. I mean, you know, you have what fans on the outside at tight end. And then on the actual outside, you know, you obviously drafted Jerry Judy. You already have some other weapons. I love Cortland Sutton. I mean, it just, it, it really has been disappointing that the Broncos haven't been able to put everything together this year. I, I would like to see what Drew Locke can do next year when Cortland Sutton is back. Um, uh, because like, yeah, Jerry Judy is a fantastic receiver, but he is only a rookie. And then I like KJ. I like KJ Hamler. Um, Who's the other? Deshaun Hamilton is he? Is he the yeah, other guy playing on the outside? I there? believe so. I mean, those are all. I mean, solid guys. But I mean, the fact that he hasn't been able to get it done has definitely been disappointing. It looks like it looks like Tim Patrick is their leading uh, receiver right now with 444 yards. I mean, it's it hasn't worked perfect there. Um, they ironically have more talent at running back than probably any other. I, I still don't quite understand why they paid Melvin Gordon. No, you already had a good running back in Philip Lindley. And, and honestly, I personally like uh, whoever the other guy, uh, Royce Freeman is back there. I personally like Royce Freeman as well. I don't understand why you need three capable running backs. I don't understand why you pay a running back in the first place. Um, but I think that was one of the parts of the downfall of this Broncos team. And then the defense, I think it's the same thing with the Chargers. They have very, very good pieces. They just don't mesh well together. Like losing Von Miller ruined the season. In my oh, opinion. of course. Once he went down, I think it was in the, I don't even think the season started yet when he went down. I was like, that's it. I mean, Von Miller is the glue holding this entire team together. Um, and him, him getting hurt really hurts. I do. I did like the AJ Boye uh, trade. Um, I think that really helped the secondary. I just, I think they, they really need to start rebuilding that defensive line. Because you don't know how much longer Von Miller can stay around. Absolutely. It, it actually, it's looking like Drew Locke is in question to actually play this week, which means uh, Brett Ripon might actually end up playing again. Oh, no. Uh, so we'll see. That doesn't change our prediction. I'm pretty sure we both have the Broncos losing anyway. Oh. Um, but if Locke can't suit up, actually, honestly, I don't know if that helps him or hurts him at this point. I, I don't know. I think it's either way. It's the, the Dolphins are going to walk away with this one. Agreed. Um, moving on to the Dallas Cowboys and the Minnesota Vikings. Um, Minnesota's been turning around. Uh, Absolutely. What was it? Two weeks ago, they had a huge win over – or was it three weeks ago? They had a win over uh, the Packers uh, two weeks ago. I believe they've won three in a row at this point. Let's see. Yeah, they've read off three in a row. Green Bay, Detroit, Chicago, those are three in-division rivals. And I mean, they were terrible to start the year. Absolutely terrible. Just seeing them as a seven and a half point favorite over the Cowboys now is kind of hilarious. Uh, do we even know who's playing quarterback for the Cowboys at this point? I mean, are we just now? Now, here's the thing with the Cowboys: they almost <laughs> beat the Steelers. Yes, they actually, they actually played true. like a football team against the Steelers. Oh yeah, it's impressive. They're also they also have an extra week to prepare. I mean, the Cowboys have a shot. Uh, I, I I don't even know how – I like, do we even know who's playing quarterback? Is it going to be I, Gilbert? Gilbert? If I'm was, being honest, you should honestly, start Gilbert. I would start he Gilbert. He was impressive. No. I, would, I would start Gilbert. Dalton was terrible when he actually started. No, he – He wasn't as bad as Benucci, don't get me wrong, but Gilbert literally showed promise. Like, he was able to keep his composure against the Steelers' defense, which not many quarterbacks have been able to do this year. Absolutely. I mean, I think he should get another start. Uh, I do still think the Vikings are going to win. I think Dalvin Cook's going to be able uh, – uh, Dalvin Cook, Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson, whoever you want to name, they're going to have a field day. Kirk Cousins love there in the Dallas, and this Dallas Cowboys defense is pretty much terrible at everything on the defensive side. I will say 
Kurt Cousins finally got his first prime time win. He is now one and nine. Technically, prime time win. He he's won a playoff game. Monday so that's night. Why I don't like Thursday that set. Yeah. Game. Everybody's happy about that. Good for him. We saw him lose way too many in Washington. So I think we can, we can we can be happy that he finally got one. Moving on to the Green Bay Packers and the Indianapolis Colts. Now I think this can be one of the best games of the week. Um, oh yes. Two of two of some of the best quarterbacks to ever do it, and Aaron Rodgers and Philip Rivers. Um, Devontae Adams going up against what's his name? Uh, who's that cornerback in Detroit or not Detroit? Um, in Indianapolis. Um, oh, name. I know it is. I think Maybe Rhodes. Rhodes. Yeah, Rhodes. That's right. Um. I I've said it all. I love this Colts defense, um, especially this front seven, uh, headed by Darius Leonard and DeForest Buckner. Of course, Darius Leonard being one of the best line, young linebackers out there, um, and DeForest Bar- Bar- Buckner, probably one of the best D tackles in the league. Absolutely. I mean, this Colts defense is, I mean, truly, truly something. I mean, they are just different they are they're an incredible incredible defense um i think they're gonna have a tough time i mean i'd expect um you know malik Hoover to definitely be over there and definitely keep an eye out on Devonte adams making sure that he can't really slip past the uh, roads over there um if he is going to shadow him but i think uh i think this is going to be a great game just just for starters um i do think the colts are going to edge one out and i think more or less because just watching the Packers last week was really discouraging. They looked super lost. They almost lost to Jake Lutton. I don't know how that happens. They looked like a lost team. Um, it was tough to watch. Um, I think they're a great football team, but um, I think the Colts are honestly better, and I think that uh, I think their record maybe doesn't even give them enough credit of how good this Colts team has been. Oh no, this Colts team has been phenomenal. They they had a they had an early season loss to the Jaguars. But that was when Philip Rivers was still getting acclimated into the offense. Um, it was it was the first game of the season. Uh, yeah, had, I mean it's it's been tough for a lot of quarterbacks this year. I mean these guys are going into the season without actually learning the playbooks. They're not in practice because of COVID. So I mean it definitely made it tougher on them. But he was able to get used to it. I mean they've they've won three out of their last four uh, with a huge win over the Lions, uh, a kind of bad loss to the the Ravens. But a, a huge, huge blowout over division rival in the Tennessee Titans, and I, I think they're gonna they're gonna build off that huge win, and come into this. And luckily, they are playing at home. If they were playing at Lambeau, it'd be a different story, because that, like, I know Indianapolis and and Green Bay, or where do they? Where does Green Bay play? Um, Lambeau. Uh, the city in Wisconsin. Um. Oh, the actual city? Did they play? Did they play Madison? I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah, uh, some somewhere up north. Like, yeah, it's not too far away, but that's still a, a big difference in cold. Also, um, Luke Soil Stadium is somewhat enclosed. Somewhat I mean, enclosed. They're actually, I was there a couple weeks ago, and they actually have um, also Lambeau Fields in, in Green Bay. Not sure how we missed that one. Oh wow! Okay, where? Um. But yeah, they're on the East Coast. We don't we don't know things like that. But they're playing in Lucas Oil Stadium. They have home field advantage. Granted, like yeah, not a whole bunch of people are in stadium, but just weather wise, I think they can they can edge it out. It's gonna be a fun game to watch. I think I think the Colts are gonna narrowly take it though. Now, here's a here's another very, very good in division game. We have the Kansas City Chiefs and the Las Vegas Raiders. The Chiefs are eight and one with that one loss coming to the Raiders on October 11th. So this is going to be a rematch, and the Chiefs are going to be the Chiefs are going to be waiting to try to get the best of them again. Uh, yeah, Derek, like you can rely on Josh Jacobs and Devontae Booker now. Devontae Booker has really, really broken out in these past two weeks. Absolutely, I think that was to everybody. I mean, I didn't expect it. I. I didn't even think there'd be another kind of role on this team past Jacobs, um, but he's found one. Like, I I knew Josh Jacobs was was one of the, the best running backs in the NFL, and he has a another star star potential running back right behind him. Like, 
this is, in my opinion, I think this is this can be the best running back duo in the league. It's it's definitely got a shot. It's been fun to watch this year for sure. Um, and I think the Raiders, I think they're going to put up another big fight. And not only that, but this time the Raiders actually have home field advantage. Like I'm, I'm going to expect a huge game out of Josh Jacobs. Like always, it's just got, I think like always, I think it's going to come down to how Derek Carr plays. Absolutely. I mean, he's been fantastic this year though, for what it's worth. Oh, he has been very, very good. Just, I think it's an, it's always a, a question mark for Derek Carr, how he's going to come out and play. I think, I think I'm, I'm going to go with the chiefs in this one for starters, but I think the biggest reason for that. It's because last time they won, it wasn't because the Raiders' defense was able to shut them down. The Raiders were able to win in a shootout. And personally, if you're going toe-to-toe in shootouts against Kansas City, it's it's going to be tough to beat them back-to-back. Now, the only thing that does worry, worry me is Kansas City almost lost to Carolina just because Joey Sly missed a 67-yarder. Also uh, true barely barely missed it to the right um but they are coming off a of bye week pat mahomes is the best qb in the league i i don't think that can be argued uh he has russell, russell wilson it can be argued yeah i mean the the past two weeks i i think russell has gone down a little bit uh with how many interceptions he's been throwing yeah he's had a rough couple outings and i think uh Pat Mahomes has the fastest receiving core anyone has ever seen in Tyreek Hill and Nicole Hardman. And then a Sammy Watkins is back. Oh yeah. I mean, they're, they're fantastic. It's going to be tough. I, I, I applaud Las Vegas. I think they're a very, very good football team. Um, but it's, it's hard to beat the chiefs twice in a row, man. Yeah. I, I could still see them sneak into the playoffs as a wild card, but this, this AFC is so, so competitive this year. Absolutely. And moving on to the last game of the week, uh, a yet another doozy of a game, the Los Angeles Rams and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Whew. Uh, I don't even, I don't even know where to start with this game. It's going to be a fun one for, for starters. This is too, in my personal opinion, I think the Rams are, probably the most disrespected team in the entire NFL this year. Um, I think that people have been a little tough on them, um, but I think they're a fantastic football team. And I also think the Buccaneers are very good. Um, Brady finally, Brady was able to rebound. He had a really, really tough outing against the saints there. Um, but I mean, they rebounded in a big way last week. Um, I mean, just absolutely ripping the, uh, the Panthers in a blowout victory. So, uh, I think it's safe to say that Brady was able to get his head right after a tough loss. Um, this is going to be a fun one to watch. What are you, what are you thinking about this one? Uh, Ronald Jones Jr., or the second. Oh, my. Um, almost 200 yards on the ground. like Including a 98-yard touchdown. That was something. Yeah, that I, I think he's going to be the key to this victory. Um, I think – do they have Chris Godwin back yet, or? I think they do. I think he played last week. Let me double check, though. If, if Yeah, he did play last week. Okay. Uh, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, and Antonio Brown, that is a, a very, very scary receiving core. Absolutely. And I, I do like the Rams secondary. I think Jalen Ramsey still can be argued to be one of the best corners in the league. Um, it's it's gonna be very very tough to call who wins this game. I think I'm, it's gonna be a battle of defense more than anything. I mean, these oh, are two yeah. of the top defenses in the NFL. I mean, you have the best defensive tackle I've ever seen play, and Aaron Donald, and, and you also maybe have Michael, the best defense tackle ever. Oh, I that can be argued. And then you have a guy like Leonard Floyd who got three sacks last week. Uh, granted, the Seahawks offense line isn't the best but they just got so much pressure last week and they didn't even have Aaron Donald playing. The, the Rams have been, I think, I think a lot of people counted out the Rams before this season. 
I think a lot of them have been happily surprised. And like like you pointed out earlier, Jared Goff coming after coming after a a big day last week. I think uh, the the Rams have something going here. I think this is gonna be this is gonna be a game to watch. And I think uh, I think the Rams defense is gonna be able to shut down Ronald Jones on the ground. And I think uh, I think they're gonna pull out a very very close victory on Monday night. I think it. I think they can fluster um, Tom Brady. Yeah, he's at the point in his age where he does get flustered, but uh, I would not. The, the, the beauty with the Rams and why the Rams, I think, have a chance is because when a team blitzes Tom Brady to the point where it's an actual blitz, Brady takes what he can get. The problem with the Rams is that they don't blitz. They just have this guy named Aaron Donald on the D-line that takes up three defenders already. Yeah, and if you send another three, it's, it's basically over. Yeah, so I, I think the Rams are going to get the best of them. I think it's going to come down to the D-line, stopping Ronald Jones, getting some pressure on Brady. Um, I do have to see if Aaron Donald is playing this week. Because if he is playing, then it I don't know if they're going to be able to stop him. I don't think that's, there that's is going to be huge. Of course. There is anyone that can stop Aaron Donald in the league unless you put four players on him. Like you, I think you'd have to put an entire def- offensive line on Aaron Donald to stop him. And it, Absolutely. It, it does look like he's playing this week, um, which is huge because he he has been that he's been the leader of the Rams defense since he came into the league. Oh yeah, I'm seeing he didn't practice, but it looks like he is expected to play. Um, I mean, he could be essentially the the, the big time uh, question for this team. I mean, they just don't, they have till Monday to figure it out. There's another four days. Yeah, uh, the extended week is going to be huge in helping him actually recover and probably be able to play more than anything else. But I think that's going to wrap us up for our Week 11 predictions. Um, we have a, a fantastic slate of games this week. I think this has been the, the best week of NFL football. I would, um, I would 100% agree. A lot of star I'm, power, a lot of good primetime games. So all of the primetime games are good this week, all of them. Yeah, that's rare, so rare. I mean, you of course, starting tomorrow, you have the, the Battle of the Birds and the AFC and the NFC uh, West. You have the Chiefs and Raiders going back at it and the Rams and Bucks. I don't think you can get much better than that. Absolutely. It's been – it's, it's been a fun season so far, but this is going to be one of the weeks that you're going to want to pay a lot of attention to. It's going to be, I mean, if you if you love watching primetime games, sitting down, relaxing and watching some football, this is the week for you. We got some great, great football matchups coming up in week 11. But I've been your host, Jason Mitchell, joined alongside Jackson Didlake, and we'll see y'all next time.